the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't come down. Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. There is family relationship, there is marital relationship, uh, friendship kind of relationship, professional relationship, business relationship, roommates. There is also church or spiritual family relationship. There are also acquaintances, people that we meet that they are just, you know, acquaintances. Um, We just meet them in passing. Uh, There is also relationship with God relationship with God. So there is human relationships and there is, uh, you know, spiritual, divine relationship, relationship with God. Basically, two categories, two big categories, human relationships and a relationship with God. Out of all these, the two that matter are relationship with God and relationship with those that call on the name of the Lord out of a pure heart. So these two relationships provide a vital support system for us, both in pleasure and in pain. These two relationships, relationship with God and relationship with those that call on the Lord out of a pure heart, provide a vital support system, both in pleasure and in pain. We need such relationships, not just in pain, not just in trouble, not just when things are not working well. You need such relationship even in pleasure, you know, because pleasure can also get you in trouble. Pleasure can actually get you in trouble more quickly, more easily than pain would, you know. If you can still maintain your cool, if you can still maintain your sanity when you are in pleasure, when you are enjoying pleasure, you are doing well. Maybe because of the support system you have. So you, you need these relationships, both in pleasure and in pain. Amen. Social distancing that we hear about so often now, um, and self or mandatory isolation, citywide, nationwide lockdowns and all the rest, those things uh, don't promote good relationships with other people. Yeah, they don't promote good relationships with other people. But though in, in, in the short term, and if done purpose, purposefully, 
they should promote good relationships with God and with those that matter in our lives. Let me say that again. Social distancing, self or mandatory isolation, citywide, nationwide lockdowns don't promote good relationships with other people. Though in the short term and if done purposefully, they should promote good relationships with God and even with those that matter in our lives. I hear of some families, or some, especially women, wives, you know, who at the beginning of this rejoiced greatly because now their husbands stay at home. But it could also be something else. When they're at home, if they're not that friendly, if relationship is not good, then people are abused. I'm sure there's a lot of that going on. You know, people that cannot escape, they cannot take a walk, you know, they cannot just go out of the house or go to somewhere else. They are basically locked inside. They can also be you know, under serious, uh, you know, a threat of their life because of abuse and because of lockdown, because of, uh, you know, isolation and all, all of that. But if we approach self-isolation, seclusion, that is being alone with God, divine intimacy will be possible for us. Without social distancing, without self-isolation, without self-seclusion, being alone with God, Divine intimacy will be impossible. Divine intimacy will be impossible. So I really advise regular practice of self-isolation or seclusion for divine purposes. You know, without such, Moses would not be able to get the Ten Commandments. It was through self-isolation, through, you know, seclusion for 40 days and 40 nights. That was how he was able to focus and concentrate and receive all that was meant for the people of God. And when he came down, you know, life was very different. Life was powerful. Life was powerful. It was great. It was great. And even David receiving, you know, the, 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 the design of the temple, it was also in self-isolation, self-seclusion. You know, that was how he received you know, the, the design of the temple. If we're going to receive gems and treasures from the Lord, if we're going to know the Lord really well, it is in intimacy. It is in intimacy. And intimacy is not a public affair. Intimacy is not a social affair. Intimacy is in secret. Intimacy is in isolation. Intimacy is in seclusion. Intimacy is in privacy. Intimacy, whether with God or with anyone else, it's not a public affair. And we really need to learn that. As a Christian, you need to learn that. You need to practice that. In fact, there are, you, know, you need to to, to have the practice of doing this on a regular basis. There, there are times in your life that you will actually need it like, yes, you really need it. And there are times in your life that you basically, you know, you just decide to do it, not necessarily because, you know, something is happening. But there are times when something is serious is happening and you just need to have it. So again, I advise regular practice of self-isolation or seclusion for divine purposes. Also, in the secular life, in the physical life, there is you no know, uh, natural life. 
Many of the great discoveries, inventions, philosophies, breakthroughs, whether in technology, in medicine, they are all products of self-isolation or seclusion. It's because some people decided, you know, to spend hours and hours, you know, studying and meditating. They don't call it meditation. You know, studying and thinking and thinking and cramming and, um, you know, discussing with somebody, another person of the same, you know, of the same passion. You know, they spend a whole night looking at the microscope. You know, they spend hours and hours just tossing ideas and just thinking before they come out with something wonderful. You know, you cannot get such breakthrough. You cannot get big deals in public places, you know, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of business, in the, in, in the midst of running around, you know, talking on the phone all the time. You know, if you really want to be strong, if you really want to be emotionally fit, no, psychologically stronger, mentally stronger, you need times, private times. You need isolation, self-isolation regularly in your life. With that, your words will be witty. Your words will be powerful. You will be deep and not shallow. You will be deep and not shallow. And uh, your relationships will change. As you begin to have intimacy with God. Amen. Hallelujah. So the Lord is speaking to us again on relationships that matter in life. Especially in times of crisis. Times of testing, troubles, trials, tribulations, tragedy, joblessness, homelessness, grief. Times of sickness, weakness. Times of loneliness. Relationships that matter in life. Relationships that matter in life. Jesus' relationships in life should be our model if we are going to accomplish the purpose of God for our life. There is you know, a way Jesus um, maintained relationships uh, with different people in his life as he grew up. I want to also say you know, here that, um, especially for children, the relationships about them, around them, that provide or that become the atmosphere of the situation, you know, um, they grow up in, matter a whole lot. Those relationships can either break them or make them. Children are vulnerable to the situation around them or to the relationships in their lives. Please help them. If you will be a positive relationship in their life, then do that. Because those relationships will come out in their lives, will manifest, will play out in their lives, uh, if not at the present time in later years. So um, this is really very serious, especially when it comes to children. So if you are a mother, you are a father, you are parents, and uh, the relationship in the family is not that great, Please protect those children. Provide a good environment. Provide a good atmosphere for them to grow in. An atmosphere of love. An atmosphere of care. Jesus himself needed this. I mean, you can't even 
think that God will bring Jesus, his son, to a chaotic family. You know, Joseph and Mary that will be fighting. You know, no, 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 no. So Jesus was born to a good family and a family that cared for him. He grew up in a good environment. If Jesus needed that, then all children need that. If you really care for them, then give them a good family, good environment to grow up in. Amen.